Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to the Mood Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Elizabeth, certified mentally ill girly, here to boost your mood in a realistic way because sometimes it's not realistic to do so, but we're going to never stop trying. And last week I mentioned how I've been in a funk and a lot of you guys can relate to that, whether it's with work or just your overall mood. And since I said last week I was really in it still, trying to get out of it, I wanted to take a beat before I did my most up-to-date how to get out of a funk mood for thought. And today I think we're ready because we're feeling better, as in me and you, both of us. We got this. So first, let's jump into best mood and worst mood of the week and see where we're at. So for my best mood, obviously, I am feeling so much better. And I would say I would describe it as hopeful because it's really easy to feel obviously hopeless when you're in a funk, especially when it's a longer lasting one. It feels like maybe the mood boosters you're trying aren't working. Your usual kind of toolkit isn't cutting it. And it can feel very hopeless when days upon days build up and you just don't see a lot of improvements or feel a lot of improvements. Finally, since I started feeling better the past week, literally seven days, so there's nothing kind of crazy and we'll get to that in the worst mood, but it definitely gives you that hopeful feeling and it's that inner reminder of, hey, remember, this is what it's like to feel good. You are capable of feeling good. You still do have best moods. We all know that sometimes your worst mood can outweigh your best, which is why we always want to find the best in every single week, even if it is a funky week. But when you really have that like hopeful or joy or lighter mood as your best of the week, it's that such nice reminder that even if it wasn't your biggest one of the week, which luckily for me, it was this past week, but it's still so nice to feel it because then you have to clock it and think, see, I enjoyed that. See, I had a good day. Like you have to focus on the best as well. So after seven whole days of progressively getting better, feeling lighter, feeling more like myself, I've had multiple people say they can hear it in my voice that I sound better, that I sound more like myself. I've found myself laughing more. So it's definitely hopeful when you start feeling like yourself again. And for my worst mood this week, it's that little knowing in the back of my head that the other shoe could drop, which is pretty pessimistic, like pretty negative Nancy vibes. But it's because it's so easy to remember your worst, right? Like that's why I was just saying you have to acknowledge the best and be like, look, I I feel this. It's a real thing because it's so easy to forget. Whereas with your worst, it's like, don't forget, you know how much it sucks. It could happen again. So it's that little voice in the back of my head 
being like, this could just be a fluke. Like you could have just had a good week and you could just go back to feeling like shit. Maybe it was just a good few days. And that's not productive. It's not very nice. But it also isn't just, oh, I'm being an asshole in my own head. It's like genuine fear. Because if you know how bad your anxiety could get or your depression or just that whatever your worst mood, your funk is, when you felt it, it's terrifying when it goes away because you really don't want it to come back. You got a taste of the best mood and you want to hold on to it for dear life, which is so funny because when I'm in those worst moods, it's like my brain doesn't want me to get better. It's like I'm feeding off of it and I just don't care and whatever. But then you get that little taste, you see that little light and you're like, wait, this is amazing. So obviously the little voice in the back of my head is like, well, you know, don't get used to it because it's not forever. But nothing is forever, which is what we have to understand. There's no forever best. There's no forever worst. It's always fluctuating. You're always going to have both. If I can at least control my narrative of just enjoying it one day at a time and not putting the pressure on myself or not putting that negative mindset on myself that the other shoe may drop because then it might even just cause it to drop when in reality I've had a good week. Something that has been really important for me to focus on is being more mindful and taking more time for myself that doesn't involve just scrolling mindlessly or doing something that's really not productive or good for my mental health which is why I've gotten into short spans of meditation or just being mindful depending on my mood I will maybe walk around and listen to it I will lay down try to fall asleep with it and the last few years have taught us how important mental health is to our overall state of well-being you guys know that I struggle with stress anxiety sleep problems depression just the whole gamut and my mental health is something that I have to constantly work at every single day and something that has helped me change for the better was discovering headspace Headspace improves mental health through guided meditations, mindfulness practices, breathing and calming exercises, and so much more. These tools can help reduce anxiety, boost your mood, and help you sleep better, which are all things we want here. What's so great is that Headspace combines scientifically proven benefits of meditation and mindfulness with modern practices through their experienced meditation teachers. With customized, personalized approaches to help you navigate through all of life's moments, big and small, they have such a wide range of teachers with diverse backgrounds and areas of expertise to ensure that there's really a teacher and content to help you whether you're maybe a first timer or you've been practicing meditation for years it doesn't matter there's definitely going to be something that is going to help you and for people like me when you only have a few minutes to get in the right quote head space there are programs to do on the go when pressed for time so even if you're someone like me who can be scared to like really sit down and just focus and do it these are such a good gateway into the feeling better and the mood boosting benefits of meditation without feeling like you have to disrupt your whole day sit down and meditate it's not that at all and headspace is the world's largest library of content with over a thousand hours of clinically proven mental health exercises what's been working for me right now is doing my outside walks with a quick on-the-go meditation because then it's like instead of going straight to my podcast i can just get that in really quick or even if i'm just like cleaning around the house it feels so much more casual but i reap the benefits from it it fits seamlessly into my life and headspace has helped me and more than 100 million people worldwide they can help you too listen up you do not want to miss this okay i've arranged something special for a limited time 
all of you can try Headspace for free for 30 days by going to headspace.com slash mood 30 day. You won't find this offer anywhere else. You must use my link at H-E-A-D-S-P-A-C-E.com slash mood 30 day to unlock all of your headspace free for 30 days. This is not something they normally do. So get on it. Headspace.com slash mood 30 day. Continuing the mood boosting journey. This week's mood boosters are a little niche. I would say because two of them have to do with sleep kind of, I think. Yeah. My first one is my silk sleep mask. This is in my Amazon storefront because I just didn't feel like spending a lot of money on a sleep mask. So I found myself waking up super early, but not actually being awake it was almost like I was still tired and the sun is kind of coming out a little bit earlier I just I don't have really good like blackout curtains or anything and then I'll hear my boyfriend wake up in the morning super early for work at like 5 30 6 a.m and my brain will just kind of start going because it feels that light it hears that noise but I started noticing I was still really tired throughout the day like I could use a couple more hours of sleep and I've never been like a super sleep mask person person that like really needs it or anything like that but I got this one and I wanted a specific shape because I'm very particular it's this more kind of like rectangle square-ish shape as opposed to one of those tiny typical sleep masks so this one's like big and square it was the exact shape that I wanted it wasn't too expensive and it was silk because I'm such a silk pillowcase girly as well for my hair and skin so I didn't want to go messing up my journey and this has helped me so 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 much like I legitimately am getting an extra two hours of sleep in the morning because I'm telling my brain that it's still nighttime. I'm saying like, calm down, stop thinking. It has helped so much. I know this might be niche because maybe this is just a me problem, but if you're someone that likes sleep masks at least, I obviously had to find the best one and I really, really fucking like this one. I'm just really particular. So obviously I was gonna find one that was amazing for us, you guys. Come on, get with it. And then part of that, my next mood booster is the new Hatch alarm clock so you guys know that I'm obsessed with the hatch alarm clock and I think a lot of people don't really understand what it is in a sense of oh is it just an alarm clock but for me I love it because I love the sound machine aspect of it I've never been a sound machine girly until hatch because I always say this but it really it doesn't just like sound like oh I'm playing music from my phone or whatever like it just feels like it's incorporated into the freaking air space ether around you I got the new 2.0 like the restore 2.0 it's like this tan color it's so gorgina it's obviously the epitome of my aesthetic like if I designed a hatch this is it and the reason I like it more too is because of the buttons on it I just feel like I don't know. I feel like someone went inside my brain and redesigned this alarm clock for me. So all of the buttons are so much better. They even have like new morning features. They have new sound features. And with my sleep routine too, I changed the rain to like a new kind of rain sound that they have that has been amazing. It feels like it's almost like louder too, which is nice. I don't know if it's like a better speaker. I'm sure it probably is. And also my nighttime routine, like the first part of it, I have as just red light, which before 
I would have to go on my app and just put on the red light. So now it's like I just press a button on the top of the alarm clock and it has red light with like thunderstorm and then I press it again and it goes dark with just rain sounds. Oh my god, amazing. Changed my wake up to like this these jungle birds. I'm like, good morning y'all, like let's do it. Set it a little bit earlier because I wanted to kind of try to find this sweet spot with the sleep mask, with the waking up. And I haven't tried this feature yet, but I guess if you press it twice, it'll wake you up with some kind of morning moment, which is not really like full meditation. It's just like a guided talk something, I guess. I don't really know what it is, but I've set it up and I think that you had to press it twice instead of just pressing it another one time. I don't know. I haven't figured out how to do it yet, but the concept is very, very cool. So I'm really impressed that they made this product so much better and that it's so much better to specifically things that I wanted it to be. Even just the way you turn the volume up now, before it was like so hard to like press it because I would move the alarm clock. Now it's touchscreen on the front. Something so tiny that used to annoy me, boom. Like I'm telling you, you guys, they made this for me. So if you haven't gotten the hatch yet, but you've been wanting to, I feel like now, is the time to do it because they just came out with a new one that's even better and cuter you know what I mean and then my last mood booster is lunch dates with myself so this is something that I decided to do this past week that I have never really been the type of person to do at all maybe I did this in California but I don't really have a recent recollection of it. I knew that I needed to get out of the house more. I just feel like I will talk about it in mood for thought, but I've just been in such a bad funk and such a bad cycle of not literally leaving the house at all. And so sometimes it's hard to leave without kind of like a goal, I guess. I just feel like I don't want to like walk around aimlessly. I'd kind of like to at least have maybe a destination in mind. I started walking to just different like little like coffee shops, cafes, and it is so nice so i'll bring my kindle i even brought my computer one day i didn't really need it at that point but i brought it just in case because i couldn't decide what i wanted to do but i like packed a bag and i just walked to the coffee shop ordered some lunch and a matcha sat down and read it was just like so nice to get out of the house walk around obviously the weather is getting better too i mean not today it looks like literal shit out i think it might be snowing i'm not sure yeah i think it snowed last night oh yeah it totally did wow that's great gotta love Chicago. I've been taking myself out on these little lunch dates. So A, I'm like saving money because my depression den was making me fucking Postmate everything. But then when I'm like feeling better, I do like kind of cooking from home, making stuff from home. But I just feel like with the mood that I'm in right now, it's so nice to just take myself out to a little lunch and I'm not paying for delivery fees and I'm getting out of the house. I'm getting my steps in. Like that is the epitome of habit stacking. You know, it's it's either meditating on my headphones or listening to a podcast, taking a hot girl walk getting nutrients in my body getting outside like doing all of those things at once I mean it's kind of genius and it's like that concept of romanticizing your own life because I haven't been romanticizing shit about my life I've just been in a dark hole so you know taking myself out to lunch like that's kind of cute and you bring your kindle like you have your phone like you have everything it doesn't feel weird I don't know I don't know why I was so afraid to go sit in coffee shops before but I'm glad that I started I think it might be my new thing up until now something's always been standing in my way of achieving my wellness goals whether it was the anxiety of trying to find a class or an instructor that I liked or fitting into my schedule or just fitting it into my mood I do I want to be a morning person today do I want to be an evening person today you guys saw that I got just like a yoga mat and some stuff to start doing stuff at home and that's why I love that I found aloe moves 
Aloe Moves is a streaming on-demand wellness platform that features yoga practices, fitness routines, meditation sessions, and so much more from one of my favorite brands, Aloe Yoga. You guys know I'm such a big fan of them, and I always see the LA girlies working out with them IRL in California, so this is our next best thing, you guys. It's all their quality. Studio-style classes inspire me to just take care of my whole well-being, body, mind, spirit, so that I can go into the world and do what I do best. They've really got something for everyone from beginner to advanced. They have yoga, bar, Pilates, cardio, hit classes. I mean, everything. They also have relaxing guided meditation, sound baths, breath work. I mean, they literally have it all. There's more than just fitness to aloe moves. You have to check out their gua sha, dry brushing, face yoga, nutrition classes. It is so freaking cool, you guys. It's like this little just wellness pocket of gold and the best part is you need little to no equipment the gua sha has been helping me a lot because if you saw my instagram story i posted the gua sha i mentioned it a couple weeks ago too we are getting back into it ladies aloe moves has tons of fresh content with over 100 new classes added every month that's insane plus over 3,000 classes for every level beginner to advance i just love how aloe moves fits into my schedule all classes are on demand when i'm short on time they have meditation, fitness classes for when I need to squeeze in a workout. I just think it is so unique and so cool that they have such a wide variety of things and there's really something for every mood that you're in, whether it's just like self-care or whether it's actually fitness. It's just this gorgeous, gorgeous wellness platform. And it's not just me that is loving Aloe Moves. It was voted best wellness app of 2022 by InStyle Magazine and best yoga app of 2023 by Women's Health. So for a limited time, listen up, you guys. Aloe Moves is offering my listeners a free 30-day trial plus, get this, 50% off an annual membership. But you can only get it by going to alomoves.com and use code MOOD in all caps. That's A-L-O-Moves.com and in all caps, mood to get a free 30-day trial plus 50% off an annual membership. Allomoves.com, code MOOD, all caps. So today's mood for thought is just the thoughts I've been having around my funk of a mood, you guys. I mean, if you've been in a funk before, you know how much it fucking sucks. And there's really levels to funks, you know? Like a funk could mean anything and is different for everyone. A funk could be not feeling like yourself. A funk could be feeling hopeless, unmotivated, even just bored. Just anything out of the ordinary that's not your usual kind of fluctuation you know of course not every day is amazing we always talk about you have to have a best and a worst mood they're always kind of flipping on you but a funk is like this consistent time period whether it's a week maybe even just a few days if you're really good at getting out of funks it could be a month it could be months of just this consistent not usual to you mood So it could even be something like you haven't been feeling it at work. You haven't been feeling it in your relationship. You haven't been feeling it in your just overall routine, whether that's wellness or maybe working from home, whatever it is, it's unusual, out of the ordinary, and it doesn't feel good. For me, obviously, a lot of my funks stem from the anxiety and depression world. They can be a little bit hopeless. They could be a little bit fear-based. And this past time, what I had to do 
was figure out what my funk was. And that's my step one for how to get out of a funk is clock it. You have to admit and acknowledge that you're in a funk because if you just kind of let it go and don't deal with it, A, it can get worse. And B, you can just think that that's the quality of life and the only option when we know that's not true because when we have those moments of light and those moments of joy we know there's better moods out there for us and when you've been in such a consistent funk it's so easy to feel hopeless and just think that well there's nothing I can do like this is just my life now and that's not true a funk is called a funk because it's a period of time it's not forever you know admitting this acknowledging it clocking it is always my step one because I know after a while after it's been even just a week of like what the fuck I just had a shitty week it it almost makes it feel shittier too because then it's like wait whoa there was like no best mood this week I have to figure out what the funk is right and I've even had funks that aren't as crazy in a sense of oh I'm still enjoying like these other parts of my life I'm just in a funk with work I'm not enjoying work it's giving me anxiety like I just haven't really felt it in a while and sometimes when it's maybe one bucket of your life that's in the funk it could be almost harder to deal with because it's not consuming your whole self and your whole life therefore you can get away with not dealing with it right because you're still getting joy and satisfaction from all these other things and the one thing just sucks but for me this past time the funk was overall well-being the funk was just all consuming it was my life and it fucking blew like it just did it blew a big bag of dicks so I started noticing it after a really bad week and then it's always you know that moment where in hindsight you kind of really look back and you're like hmm it's actually been a pretty pretty brutal month but after like a really bad week I think that's that's what I'm saying right it has to almost get worse before it can get better especially if you don't clock it quickly enough which I'm not saying you have to like be hyper aware of your emotions and analyze everything but if you know you know the things that you're doing or aren't good which is why after that week I knew like I have not left my bed I have not enjoyed anything like I have just felt like shit I look like shit I feel like shit I don't see anyone I my phone gives me anxiety everything I just knew and I admitted it and I clocked it and I think a very common response is to feel almost even worse when you clock it because for me it makes me really sad that that's been my life and it's scary because you don't see a way out just yet you're just at the acknowledging phase right you're just like oh my god I've been a real piece of shit for the past month and I've been really unhappy and I've been crying a lot and I've been in bed you acknowledge it and then you know you're in such a bad mood that you're not like all right like let's get after it it's not like hopeful or anything so it just almost makes you feel worse but I think that's why step two for me is just knowing that it could potentially take some work and you might not just snap out of it, but that is okay. Because just knowing that you're in a funk, just knowing that things aren't good, just knowing that you have to make a change doesn't mean you're going to fucking wake up in the morning and have it all figured out. Like I said, maybe your usual mood boosters aren't boosting the same way they used to. Maybe your usual toolkit doesn't apply here. It just depends. So acknowledging it is really good, but don't be hard on yourself that, oh, I acknowledged it. I know I'm in a funk and I'm not getting better. Like I always say, not productive thoughts, not helpful, just gonna make you feel worse. And when you're already feeling so low and so sad and you know it, yeah, it's probably gonna make you sadder. It does for me, but just reminding myself to be gentle and know that it sucks, but it's okay. 
It's going to eventually be okay. I just don't know when. That's a nice gentle step two for me after acknowledging it instead of obviously step two being like, shame yourself. You're a piece of shit. You've been in a funk. Like, no, that's not step two. Step three for me is exploring what I may need to get out of it because every funk is different. So every funk requires different tools and exploring some ideas of, okay, what is the cycle that's going on here? Like, what is... What am I really feeling? What am I really thinking? What is really happening? What is holding me back from being my best self? And exploring ideas of things that you could add in, aka like mood boosters, right? To see if those help slowly get you out of your funk. And then it's just kind of that process of experimenting and testing things out and trying new things or trying old things till you slowly but surely learn more, experience more, get yourself out of it. This could be quick, this could be long, it just depends. For me recently, the first thing I had to do within exploring what I might need, one of the things I needed was to just feel my feelings. I needed to cry, I needed to let it out, I needed to think about the things that were scaring me, I needed to feel them instead of shove them down and avoid them. Like I really needed to face them head on. And feeling your feelings can be really important because it's the same thing about acknowledging if you're in a funk. Like I'm going to learn nothing if I'm not actually dealing with and feeling my feelings and realizing, you know, my reactions to certain thoughts because for me, I'm going to need to talk about it with someone and just shoving all that down and pretending like I'm fine isn't actually going to help break any cycle and get me out of any funk. It's just going to continue to kind of put one foot in front of the other in a bad space. And feeling my feelings can be really sad, right? It could be a lot of crying. It could be a lot of anxiety. So for me, what I need to do is that I need to get out. I need to socialize because I can't be all consumed by my feelings like I need to lean on other people whether that's just leaning on them for a mood booster or leaning on them to actually talk about how I'm feeling so that's why I say outsource help as one of the things that I know I need sometimes and this could be in many different forms I think sometimes for me it could be something as small as I just need to connect with peers that can help me get through this it could be oh I need to talk to my therapist about it recently it's been a lot of psych psychiatrist appointments for me which is not the usual like that hasn't happened in quite a few years but that's why I'm saying that you might need different things at different times this time I needed three and a half hours with a psychiatrist within a week whereas usually I need 30 minutes once a month just to like go over my med and that's okay you know it's outsourcing help and really getting to the root of the problem just because I'm working with my psychiatrist and working with my therapist doesn't mean I'm not leaning on my people in real life as well. You know, I think something for me that I've noticed within talking it out is when I say these things out loud about how I'm feeling, it's so different hearing them in the world and hearing them in your head because sometimes it's not like I need advice. I just need to hear it out loud almost and realize what it sounds like coming out of your mouth. You know, like you know that saying of, oh, it sounded so much better in my head and then I said it out loud or something like that. That really is helpful with my depression and anxiety and just funky feelings because let's even like take it, you know, a step that's lighter, right? That might be more relatable of, I hate my job, I wanna quit, I hate this person, I blah, 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 blah. Just talking that out and hearing it, like you might feel differently hearing yourself say it out loud and might not resonate with it or you might feel even more hyped up and like yeah like I do need to make a change like this is actually motivating and inspiring instead of just kind of going through it in my head I just think for me 
talking it out is so helpful to either to realize what I'm really relating to and what is making sense coming out of my mouth and not just in this anxiety spiral in my head because sometimes you could say something out loud and think wait no oh my god now hearing it I don't want that like I I don't want to do that That was a crazy fucking intrusive thought. Or it could be the total opposite of talking it out, talking about your career and being like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I need to really make a change. Of course, your therapist and your friends are going to talk to you in a different way or like your boyfriend. And I've been like really honest with my boyfriend before too, where I've been like, I don't need advice. Like, I don't need next steps. I just like need to like let it out because it's so easy for the people that love us to be like, okay, what are we going to do? Like, we're going to get through this. And something I know about myself is that if I'm not ready, it's not going to work. I could know, okay, I need to get outside. I need to cut out caffeine. I need to socialize more. That's why in step two, knowing that could potentially take some time and work, sometimes it's not that quick flip of a switch of, okay, what do we need to do to get you better? And going through those things, it's like, I don't I don't want to hear that right now. It's actually going to stress me out because I know I have to do all that shit. Right now, I just want to cry and let it out and like talk out loud. So that has really, really helped me within feeling my feelings to know which feelings are more valid than the others. Not that some feelings aren't valid, but more so, oh, I need to act on these. And these are bigger than just fleeting. Another thing that I really needed this time around was a change of routine because I needed to break this cycle. The cycle that I was in was just a full on depression cycle of just getting worse and worse and worse, not getting outside, only ordering food in, not getting even out of bed and going to the couch, just those little things that start to add up and start to get so bad that all of a sudden you realize you haven't brushed your teeth in three days, you haven't changed your clothes, you haven't gotten out of bed and you just been post-mating. So I knew that I needed to break my cycle and find mood boosters that worked for right now. When it's that bad, you know, sometimes you need like gentle mood boosters of, hey, like just like get out of bed and go to the couch. Because I think a big thing that you need to realize when you're getting out of a funk, it's kind of like anything else we talk about. You don't need to be not yourself you need to do what works for you you're just going to wake up one morning and do a million bajillion things that you've seen on instagram that are going to make you feel better you need to be gentle and you need to do one small thing at a time so one thing for me was just like getting out of bed and making it so that even if i get back in it later at least it was like a made bed and it's kind of like fresh feeling you know just slowly kind of getting out of bed cleaning up a little bit so that even if i go and take a nap later i maybe don't feel good in a little bit. I had maybe, you know, a productive self-care 30 minutes. Obviously, I mentioned how like gross I was being. So obviously like brushing my fucking teeth, taking care of my skin, like getting in the shower, that stuff always just feels so just genuinely better because you just feel fresh. And it hasn't been like a ton of working out, but moving my body has been really important. So It's just slowly figuring out the mood boosters you need to break your cycle, trying them and not putting too much pressure because something that really helped me this time too was surrendering. I think that being in such a bad mood and being in a bad cycle, putting that pressure on myself, kind of like I said, how you're not going to wake up and you're going to do all these things, just surrendering to the fact that like, this is where I'm at right now. I'm in a funk and I know it's going to take some time. And I know I'm going to have to feel my feelings and I know it, it might be a journey right now to get through this part, but this is where I am and surrendering to that instead of fighting it and judging it and being afraid of it and making it worse, just like surrendering to it. That really, really helped because I think after a week of kind of almost trying and failing, essentially, that's when I knew I needed to like surrender and just be like, okay, I'm in the funk. Like, that's what it is. I'm in the funk right now. 
And then obviously that brings us to this week where after I surrendered and just kind of talked it out more out loud, when someone said, how are you doing? I said, you know what? Not great. Instead of pretending like I was fine or asking for advice or freaking out and trying whatever, I surrendered for a few days and then I was slowly able to incorporate the mood boosters, like I said. And the main thing, you guys heard it in this week's mood boosters, getting outside at least once a day. So taking myself out on a little lunch date, walking to the store instead of delivering, just anything getting outside insanely insanely helpful it also just makes me feel like look you did something today it's not even just oh like walking outside is good for you good for your mental health it's like just do something you accomplish something you left the house you went on a walk you went and got this thing the next thing that was really helpful that i knew that i needed to do was cutting out coffee when my anxiety is this bad when i'm in this big of a funk in this type of funk i have to cut out coffee i have to switch to matcha it just it doesn't help anything at all it doesn't make my skin look any better because stress and anxiety is breaking me out doesn't help my anxiety it makes me more anxious it doesn't help my sleep schedule and sometimes I'm like in a better place and I can drink coffee it's not like I can't ever drink coffee but just like knowing okay this is where I'm at right now I need to switch to matcha because something needs to something needs to give made a huge 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 difference with my anxiety this week and it's such a small little shift and it really broke a part of the cycle because part of the cycle was postmating Starbucks to my bed and now it's getting up and making a matcha latte which is literally habit stacking right i'm getting up i'm getting out of bed i'm cleaning up i'm doing something that's mindful and i'm cutting out coffee putting something better into my body it's like a multitude of things and as i try to do these little things and figure out what i need right now because my self-care is constantly changing my mood boosters are constantly changing what worked for me a few months ago might not work for me right now so it's going to take some trial and error and we're going to figure it out but in the meantime changing my narrative around certain things as I try new things or do the things I need to do that I've been avoiding, I have to change my narrative around it. And the best example I could give is the thought of I don't want to do this and triggering my anxiety and like, and just literally going into fear of like, I don't want to do this. Oh my God, this is going to be bad, whatever. Pausing for a moment and saying, I can do this. Once you have a little bit of evidence, a week's worth of evidence of it's gotten a little bit better it's like, okay, I know I don't want to do this. It's fine. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get it done. And then it's going to be done. It doesn't mean, oh, I go from like, I don't want to do this to toxic positivity of, I don't want to do this. Oh my God. Yes, I do. I love this. This is my favorite thing ever. I'm the luckiest girl alive. Like, no, it's going from, I don't want to do this to, I can get this done and then it can be over with. So then later, I'm not just thinking about all the things I didn't fucking do. Literally gaslighting for good. Gaslight yourself for good. That's what's helped me the past week. Everyone is so different, but I hope that at least maybe something resonated with you so that if you're in any type of funk, maybe you can take a different approach that you haven't tried yet, or you can send it to someone that needs to take a different approach or just feel less alone because these things are totally normal and no one's perfect. And if you've never been in a funk before, Like I always say, maybe you're a serial killer and that's on you not us. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Mood. Thanks for helping me boost my mood out of my funk and being with me every step of the way. I'll talk to you guys on Instagram and YouTube in the meantime. You can follow me on everything, Lauren Elizabeth. Don't forget to check the show notes for even more details and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.